It's Truthful Tuesday. I am Courtney Capri, Lady D.U.V., the baddest butch queen and drag MC. Ishkotai! We are here every Tuesday. And you can cash at me at Courtney Capri and Vinmo Courtney Capri. The truth will set you free, 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 Wahona. Yishkotai! Shakatai,
It's Courtney Capri, Lady D.U.V., the baddest butch queen and drag MC. And my, 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 show looking good tonight. Ooh, you, 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 my, 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 Alright, today is proudly sponsored by If only you knew how much I do to love you. Oh, That's a patty pie for 50 cent, bitch. So I got my coffee. And I got my patty pie. Now, patty, I got a homegirl. Oh, is this even warm? I got a homegirl. Oh, y'all see that stain? You see it? You see the stain? You see? You can't see the stain? Bitch, I see the steam. Anyway. Mm, mm, mm. I said, Okay, Patty, you, you, you put a little stank up in it. Okay, but Patty, for real, listen. Can, can you, can, can we send a pie into you? My homegirl got a pie. A sweet potato pie, and we need to know... Mm-mm. Patty. Patty, Patty. My homegirl Sharella, CEO of Yummy Treats. Oh my god, what's going on? Oh, god. We'll be back. We'll be back. Oh my gosh. Yummy treats. Look it up. Mm-mm. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna keep this party going. We are talking about uh addiction. Uh, uh, um, we're talking about drug and alcohol addiction support group for an addict support system. Mm -hmm. Where is the support for the support systems of an addict? Child, when I tell you this part is delicioso, bitch. Listen, mama say mama maku maku sa. Okay, listen, Linda, listen. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen. Mm-mm-mm. Woo! Okay. So, listen. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. So, we're talking about support group for the support system of an addict. Um, for instance, my mom and my grandmother took care of my aunt's two children while my aunt was on drugs. But where was the support system for my grandmother and my mom? It can be overwhelming. Same thing like those who have HIV. 
and those who support people who have HIV or are caretakers of those who have HIV, like a family member who is taking care of someone who has that illness, even if it's not HIV, where is their support? And there are support groups for people who support those who have HIV. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. And quiet is kept. I believe that some of the people can... Um, the support system people can go to the support groups with the person who has it, you know? I don't know how to explain, but I know what I know. Okay? I've seen it. I've seen the people. Mm-hmm. But anyway... And I guess I'm, I need support, you know, my aunt's on drugs, I need support, because I'm trying to support her, my dad was on drugs, and I tried to have a relationship with him and support him in the midst of his addiction, I tried to look past the addiction, and I couldn't, but it was different for me and my siblings, uh, my siblings on my dad's side, they were able to adjust or they looked at it differently. See, my stance on drugs was you worry about the children first. Get the children to safety and make sure that they're looked and cared after. And so because I was with my mom, raised by my mom, I didn't have to see the effects of drugs on my father or my aunt. But even more so, I saw the effects of drugs with my aunt in certain airwaves. Of course, I couldn't see it with my dad because he was never there. But I ended up seeing it as an adult, dead in my face. My friends, I was always around drug addicts. And it's like, I hung around them because they accepted me for the things that I was going through. And they didn't really judge me or look at me differently. Actually, they did judge me. actually talked about me and uh, stigmatized me. But I, I, I was a stupid, I was a naive person. You know, when you're looking for love, this is what happens in a lot of houses, too. You tolerate certain things because at least you're not talked about for being gay. So you'd rather deal with either talked about for having a, a, a ailment or anything over being talked about for being gay. So sometimes a lot of people in the black gay community, we stay out, we stay, stay stuck in house families because it's convenient. It's, it's, uh, it's not like how our abuse was with maybe say a, a toxic family that we were blood born and born into as this chosen family is going to talk about us for other things you know what i'm saying um but anyway what are your thoughts how do you get support around um helping someone with addiction and have you ever dealt with addiction are you a product of an addicted mother or father or both and how have you overcome that how have you been able to support them? How have, how have you been able to forgive and move forward, even in the midst of their their uh, uh, lifelong journey of staying sober? Because that's a every day, one day at a day time thing. And you never know when it's going to trigger them to want to go the other route. And what happens if it does? You know, I know a lot of people uh, have several falls before they get it right. And, uh, and I know several people have been doing drugs since they were 14. Um, yeah. And uh, it's unbelievable that they've made it this far. Some have and some haven't. Some have died. Um, but what are your thoughts? We're going to go to a, a quick commercial break and come back and talk about um, support for drug 
addict's support systems, like a mother or a father or a child or uh, friends, people who engaged, encouraged them to keep hope alive and think positive and stay uh, sober and keep, keep them on the right track and hold them accountable as well. Um, where's the support system for those who are doing that work, that care, caregiving, that caretaking work, or, you know, who are helping and being compassionate towards others? Sometimes they need a break. Sometimes they need to be able to vent and things like that. So what's your, what's your feedback? Um, let me know. We'll be back after these messages. At the end of the day, we got to remain hopeful that there is uh, some type of relief, right? Yes, yes. Got to remain hopeful, baby doll. Shakataya, Ishkotai. Patty, that part was good.
Alright, Shaka Tayao. We are back. To Truthful Tuesday. Shaka Tayao. time. So our topic of discussion is um, supporting the support system of a drug and alcohol addict. I hope I said that right. Basically, those people who support and advocate and are there for uh, addicts. Who is there for those who support those addicts? You know, like the children, the, the parents, or the friend, the close friend, or that counselor, or whoever that caregiver is, you know, who do they release and blow steam off with, um, so they don't have, turn into, like, abusive support systems, or, um, you know, uh, it's very hard, it's very hard for, I would say, from a child's standpoint, or a, 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 um, from a person whose parent is an addict. No. My dad, bitch, from my standpoint, bitch. My dad being an, an addict and my aunt being an addict and my understanding of what addiction is, that it's an illness and or a disease. It's hard for me to wrap my head around that uh, and, and also try to enforce or implement or help them recognize accountability though they have a disease or illness because though someone has an illness or a disease there's many people with illnesses and disease so where's the support system for those who are supporting their mother or father or anyone they love who's on drugs and how do we endure the ride through the ups and downs they have that's a lifelong journey i mean you're we're going to be dedicated and uh committed to this lifelong choice of being sober and helping them stay sober I know sometimes they have to get to a point to where they have to do it for themselves and on their own. But, you know, you know, anyway, and just creating boundaries because a lot of times we, I don't think black people or in just my situation, listen, just be, keep it minor. Um, it's hard to set boundaries. It was hard for me to set boundaries and live my life and let my father and my my aunt do their thing on drugs and it was just always talk to focus on the children get the children if there's children involved get the children safe and make sure that they don't are not exposed to it and see any of that um and i was lucky enough not to be raised by that so um the impact is totally different and it's totally different when you are an adult and you see it and it's done in front of you or you're around it when you're an adult. And it's totally different when you've been around it with other people who are not relatives, but they're friends. But you count them as like family. So it's like you can't run from drug addiction, period. And it bothers you. So how do you get support for yourself when everyone around you is an addict of some kind of drug? And so I, have, I think because my friends and some people always say, well, you smoke weed. That's a drug. I could not speak out on it. I could not say anything and I just want to know are there other people out there who feel similar like do do people even with with a uh, weed is do we have a right to say we're different from an addict a drug addict you know and um, I don't know are there consequences to abandoning or disregarding or neglecting or totally disrespecting your support system like an addict can push a support system very hard and say hurtful things 
do hurtful things. And it's hard to come back from that. It's hard to regroup and be like, okay, you have a disease and this and that. Because my mom used to tell me, um, just because you're depressed or going through anxiety or depression doesn't give you a right to disrespect me. And I, it made me consciously more aware of when I was in, out of control of my emotions to where I would want to even go that route to let it loose. Because sometimes for me, it's a slip of the slip of letting go of the energy or the the power that I have behind my tongue or my fist or my inner whatever. And so it's in that moment that you really have to step back and say, I'm going to remind myself that I feel myself slipping into an angry place. Remember who I'm talking to. And that, that can slip away from a person very quickly. But because my mom told me that, I and it because it was her, I had to start learning how to uh, embrace what I was feeling and learn the cue. She also told me... Uh, Study my depression. Learn the seasons of when it comes. Learn the patterns of it. And um, I know that's not about depression, but I'm sure a, a lot of addicts go through depression. And uh, I, I, I say this because I could have done things. I was addicted to, I guess I wasn't, I don't know if I was addicted to alcohol, but I was drinking very heavily. And I was coping. I was, yeah, I, I could say I was addicted, I guess. I was dealing with drinking as a way to, Definitely, I was. I could say I was an addict. Wow, that's this is the first time I can, even in my talking about being a year, year or more sober. I guess I could finally say that I was an addict. I was. I guess this is for me. <laughs> this I shit. The support system, I guess. Shit. Fuck that. Um. Shit. Let's talk about my alcohol addiction. I never did drugs except weed, but let's talk about alcohol addiction. Um, for me, it was, I, I started drinking heavily after a traumatic experience, quiet as kept, because I wasn't a heavy drinker. I, did, I, I wasn't even a drinker to begin with. I think I, was, I started weed first, and then my first drink was here in Portland. I was think I was 19. I just got in, I was a freshman in college. I came home for Christmas and whatever, and I think Alvin was, Alvin Manus was the first person to buy me a rum and coke, and ever since then, I would do rum. All different types of rum, and I got hooked on 151 for years. Like from what I graduated, so that was like I, I didn't stop drinking 151 until I got to to Seattle, cause I was getting fucked up in Seattle with 151, bitch. Every every weekend punching it up to Seattle, bitch. The drinking had me together, baby. It made me lose control. It made me careless for one, um, and I didn't realize that I was being careless. I didn't realize until I had a boyfriend and he was like, you know, you get reckless when you um, you drink, but you're more conscious and aware and you're uh, more uh, strict when you're sober, when you don't drink. And I was like, wow, he was the first person to tell me that I was kind of sloppy when I got drunk. And I was like, wow. And I, it, I didn't, it, I didn't even change then. I, did, I just thought he was just talking shit. I didn't even think he was talking shit. I knew he was telling me the truth, but I didn't know how to change it. I didn't know how to change it. I didn't know, and I, I didn't even realize that I wasn't facing what I should have been facing. I ended up facing what I was facing as time went on. But now I'm at a point where I can face anything. I feel like I can. Um, but. 
the addiction for someone to always, I, I, I don't know if I was addicted to alcohol. It wasn't like, I was a different type of alcoholic, I guess. I don't know if it makes a difference. I don't know. I want to talk. What are your thoughts? What is an alcoholic? What cons- constitutes being an alcoholic? Um, I went to work. My work was entertainment, so I drank uh, six days a week a lot of times sometimes I would not drink when I go to the job I could control when I wanted to have a drink but when I drank I'll say this when I drank um I wasn't that type of person oh let's just have a cocktail no why drink unless you're gonna get drunk I get drink to get drunk and to fuck that was my thing get drunk and fuck well back in the day was get drunk and get fucked (laughs) because I was a a little bottom in the beginning until I realized that, you know, that the boys like the, the dolls with that third leg. And was like, yeah, because the gay boys, they was, uh, everybody was fighting over being the top and the bottom. I don't have time to be choosing all that. Girl, I need to find somebody who loves me for me, who wants this bird. Being trans or a drag queen really just changed my life. And you then you get to drinking with it, too, and you just get fucked up and get fuck wild and... Oh my goodness, yes. Addiction is a fool. Then you meet other addicts, other kind of addicts. Oh my lord have mercy. So I guess dealing with trauma, I think that's what I've come to understand is the the, um, the basis of the intake of why we want to uh, put poison inside of us to handle something that we could probably tackle uh, head on soberly. Acknowledge what our fears are. Acknowledge what the pain, and um, yeah, alcohol didn't do anything for me. I was I didn't even really like drinking. Um, I hated the taste. I hated just being that sick, nauseous part. The only thing I did like when I drank was when I got fucked, because <laughs> it didn't hurt. Um, and uh, I was more. I don't say I was. I was more, uh, what's, my walls were down. <laughs> That's how bad. No, I, I was not as choosy. I was not as choosy, I don't think. I was more like a anything goes kind of girl. <laughs> or I'm willing. I was curious. I was by curious, bitch. Yeah, men, women. Uh, yes, girl. That was me when it came to the liquor, bitch. And, and I switched up. I stopped doing dark. I don't, because I used to think dark got me toe twisted. Oh, dark liquor made me want to fight. Jen made me want to fuck. Yep. That 151, I was fighting every day, all day. Living in Seattle, fighting, boom, bam, crack a down, bam, shine, tack, hop, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yep, sure did. But that Jen, I was a lover, baby. I was a lover. You're gonna love me. But, um, when it came to the drug addiction, I had trouble helping and supporting and enduring all of the things that they put me through. My aunt put me through a lot as a kid. And I wouldn't say her personally, her indirectly, because my grandmother always came to my aunt's rescue, but she needed that manpower to help move her things and and over the years, I got tired of moving my aunt's things. I was like, I got irritated that my grandmother was still catering after her own daughter. And I had to even separate myself from my grandmother as she was still helping my 
aunt get clean. I was like, let her hit rock bottom. My grandmother was refusing to let her hit rock bottom. She was embarrassed. She didn't want to see her out there on the streets with her hair all over her head. So she would get her hair done all the time. You guys ever wonder why there's clean looking addicts? Because you all, there's somebody out there praying for them. There's somebody out there that is ashamed or embarrassed to see them out there. And those people need the most support. My grandmother needed the most support. It finally came to my grandmother having a couple strokes for her to see that you got to let your daughter go. You got to, you can't let her bring your life down. You have, because she's codependent on you coming after her to rescue her. She knows that she's manipulating you. And we had to learn that early as, as kids, me and my brother, and then even my aunt's children. My mom was the very first one and quickly to let my aunt go and be like, nope, mm -mm. Only, only person can come here is your children. You're not welcome here. You know, because another thing about drugs, um, they affect people's mental and how they um, operate and how they interact and behave. And sometimes people get, you know, people be like, them drugs burn somebody out. That is a true statement. And they're no longer the same. And so now you're dealing with not only a person has to, you have to support them through their addiction. You also have to support them through now their mental illness. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's also hard. It's very, very, very hard. And it's not easy. And it's, 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 ugh. It's overwhelming, you know. A person does drugs for years and now they're schizophrenic. You know what I'm saying? It crushes your soul. You feel kind of like helpless. But, um, yeah, we're going to take another commercial break. Uh, I think we need to go to a commercial break. We're going to come back and continue this conversation about um, support systems or support groups for drug addicts, alcoholics, support systems. Those who are supporting addicts, they need support. So where is that support? Can you guys uh, comment and uh, let me know what y'all feel um, or where those resources are? Are there any resources? I know that there are in, in, in many different areas, but um, let's get the conversation popping about it. Uh, but we will be back after these few messages. Yeah. I've always been hopeful, too, uh, going back to that song, uh, Hopeful, that um, my aunt and even my dad would would have got clean before. My dad was clean five months before he passed away, and that's because he was in the hospital. And I don't want to say that was the longest he's been clean, but I think that's the longest he's been clean. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I think my mom was telling me that my dad said he's always chipped on it here and there. So it's like never a full year that you haven't touched it. But he had fun. He lived a good life. He traveled and stuff like that. I don't know how I got back on my dad. Oh, because of the drugs. The drugs. The drugs. And then, so we're going to, yeah, we're definitely going to take a break because I don't even know if I want to cover this. But if my dad is doing drugs that means some of the women around him are doing drugs if some of the women around him are yeah let me take a break i don't even know if i want to go there anyway it's just really hard drugs is everywhere and it's so sad because the foundation of drugs how did these how did our culture our communities get the drugs where did this shit come from who put it in into our communities how do we get it out 
is it ever going to get out? Is that the supply? Is that is the supply and demand the the root and generation of not generation, but ge is that what's generating funds to keep us bound through the addiction? Ugh, I don't know. It's overwhelming. Uh, but anyway, we're gonna be optimistic, okay? We're gonna we're gonna think positive. That's the only way. Um, I've been able to get through my alcohol situation is to be optimistic and think positive. What are the pros? What are the cons for me drinking? For one, if I'm already on, like, say, medication or something, all many medications go towards your liver and your kidneys and or your kidneys. And so if I'm on medication of any kind, like even ibuprofen or something like that, and I'm drinking, that's going to affect my liver. And so... I had to start thinking differently about what I put into my temple, what I put into my body. And that's very serious because I don't always do everything by the book when it comes to my temple. But that is why I've been eating differently. Like tonight I had my fish, my salmon, and my um, strawberries and blueberries, onions, and um, did I say strawberries? Yes, and avocado. Um, it was a good meal. I feel good. I feel full. Um. I'm blessed. I'm thankful that I'm able to observe my eating habits. And so I just feel like being optimistic about changing our behaviors. We can change our addictions. We can definitely change. We have power to do whatever we want to do. We have control of our lives. I definitely believe that. Definitely believe it. Definitely believe it. But we're going to come back, all right?
Hey now. Well, we're back. We're back. We are back. Truthful Tuesday. Discussing. 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 Chalking. Chitting and chatting. Chitting and chitting. Chalking it up. About. Um, actually, we're talking. Having a real good conversation. I believe. You know. I say we. Because I know you guys are here. Hi. Thanks y'all for tuning in for one. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. If you would like to cash at me, you can do so at uh, K-O-U-R-T-N-I-C-A-P-R-E. E, Courtney Capri or you can do Courtney Capri at Venmo all right so you got cash app or Venmo or if you would like to contribute to uh, the nonprofit efforts of love miss Dub productions you can do so at L U V M I S S productions wait that's not right love L U V miss M I S S Dove D U V productions and that's a cash app all right but anyway so we're back to the topic at hand um and we're going to wrap up shortly here because our time is about up yeah we got about like 10 minutes left um resources on how to get support for support systems of addicts um how do we stay encouraged how do we empower one another how do we um I don't want to say accept or should we accept what our position or role is in someone's life who is an addict. Um, and, and I think I mentioned boundaries. How, 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 do, how have you put up boundaries? How have you set boundaries up? And how do you enforce them? And let's talk about physical, you know, physical boundaries um, being broken, you know, and get into altercations with addicts. Uh, thank God me and my father was not a, a, a violent or physical type of altercation. Um, that was an understanding of, hey, you do your thing, uh, but I won't touch your shit. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I, I don't know. But that's all I really got on it. That's just, I, I, felt, I felt, I started this conversation with the, the woe is me. This conversation was truly about, what about us? And then it turned into, you know, my retrospect, is it retrospect? My personal perspective of personally acknowledging right at this moment of having this conversation or uh, just talking about it out loud is that, wait a minute, I got to have some type of empathy or sympathy when it comes to addiction because I was, I quit drinking. And if I have the power, what I can use that um, to encourage others and maybe I have a better understanding of why others can't quit their addiction or how I can still support you know because I remember when I was drinking I was coming home drunk all the time and throwing up in people's car and those who had to carry me home what about them that they that they probably wanted to vent be like that goddamn Courtney that fucked up my car I'm so tired of that bitch drinking she's fucking up everything she's outlandish and all that oh girl I don't know I don't know so many things I want to talk about but can't talk about them all but um I think that was the the mark to let me know that I'm almost done. I'm to the end. But I thank you guys for listening. I will catch you guys next Tuesday. Um, I appreciate your support. And for those who have reached out and uh, showed me love on behalf of, you know, who showed me love in regards to my father passing, I really truly appreciate it and thank you. And I pray that the Lord uh, blesses you.
but please continue to pray for me because it is not easy. It is not easy. It is very hard to to deal with these emotions over this. I didn't think it was. I said on my Facebook post that I um I now understand what my peers were saying when they would make posts about their parents and it's an undescribable feeling. It really is. It's like you don't even know until you in it. And you'd be thinking that these people are saying different things just out of like, woe is me. It's just, no, it's really, you don't know when, how you're going to feel, when you're going to feel it. It can come in moments, spurs, and you get dreams sometimes, or feelings, or emotions, of wind blowing, and ooh, honey, 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 chance a lot. And then you got all the, for me, it's a lot of baggage that comes with the pain of the death and who the living, who the person was while they were living, you know, and what type of person it was, where they come from and how they were brought up and how their life impacted more than just my own and how it connected with other people's lives. But anyway, I'm going to end this and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you. You guys um, know I have Truthful Tuesday cups, mugs, I should say, available for purchase. I will put the prices down and stuff and um you know the you guys will find out where you can get all the teas don't worry because uh courtney capri site is coming up soon baby baby yeah 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 Truth will set you free, water. 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 The truth will set you free, water. The truth will set you free, water.